How's it going? It's, I don't want to. I don't want to talk no more. You don't want to talk? That's like the whole point of this. We have dirt on me, and I don't want to expose whoa, myself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not supposed to know that. I'm, I'm like actually shaking, bro. <laughs> 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 like, Way is nervous. I'm nervous. I can't lose this week. <laughs> um. Anyway, welcome on into the show, episode 138. Of <laughs> something to celebrate about. It's 138. It's not like 200 or. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Thousand. Um. What episode is it? 138. Oh, 138. Got it. Um. So, guys, welcome on into the. Um, FS podcast. We have many podcasts. Oh, FS. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. We're going into the FS Podcast, known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys are new to the show, one thing you guys should know is me and Jagger are not fully professionals on it. Meaning we don't get like full-time paid jobs for this stuff, okay? We're here to have fun. You should have realized in like the first 10 seconds. I didn't. No, not at no, all. I, when we started, I was, that's, that's why I agreed with you because I was going to get oh. paid. But then you were like, no. <sighs> I actually had to put money into it, you said. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um. Yeah, so me and Jack are not f- professionals at this, but we give out great fantasy fantasy advice. Should help you guys win you guys' league, and um, yeah, I mean that's really it. I mean, hmm. yeah, I mean that's my presentation right there. So, right. thank you. Um, but yeah, so how how did week five go for you guys? We already we already had one month of football, so yeah. it's crazy. Um, if you have Gabe Davis, you're probably in first place. Yeah, probably. I mean, he finally, you know, did something for you for after like three weeks. Um, uh, but yeah, how's how you, how's everyone doing? Are you one and four? Are you zero oh and five? Two and three? Three and two? Four and one? Five and zero? Oh. Oh, like me? So I don't know about that. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> this week. Hey, 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 hey. This is the first week going to week six. We are already this is the first week for buys for teams and right now the Texans yeah, are on a buy. About that. Yeah, the Texans are on a buy, the Raiders are on a buy, and also the Lions, the Lions are on a buy. Um, which I'm very happy for because in the Raiders I don't have to pull out my hair no more after this week. I feel like at this point just turn off the T V. <laughs> just turn just don't even look at it anymore. Bro, we were so we were, we were up. How do you think I have been a Bears fan for so long? Was it ten to nothing? Oh, I think it was like seventeen to zero, and we lost by a point at the end. Yep. So, anyways, yeah. So, how are you guys doing after week five? Um, again, like I said last episode, you guys should be thinking about doing some trades. Thinking about what you got, what you can do can improve your team for the future. Trade trade high on some players. You know, buy low on some players. Um, so, I mean, going into week five, you should have to do, you, you got to have the same mindset, man. You, you got to, if you want to win your league, uh, even though you're you in first place, you know, a couple of games up, it still doesn't hurt to look around. Yeah, it definitely doesn't for me. Example. <laughs> so looking around, oh, but what's that way? I think everyone has been exposing you in our league. Chat yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to bring this up right now. So, um, there's been like a lot of trades going on in our league and it's cool cause it's fun. It makes it more interesting. You know what I mean? It's not it's always fun when people are active. Yeah. It's not boring or nothing. It's actually really fun and it's great. But the thing is like 
I, I've seen people get offered trades here and there, and trades go through, yada, yada. But I don't know why, but every time I offer a trade to someone and they reject it, they have to call me out on it in the like the league chat for everyone to hear, to see. Uh-huh. Like, I've seen people get traded before and reject trades, but they don't expose them. Oh, yeah, Only when it's me, when they're like, oh, what kind of trade is this? Look at this dummy and post it to everybody. Like, why, man? What did I, if they screenshotted the trade? Well, <laughs> why you gotta expose me? Like I just reject it and move on. Why you gotta you know put you know, more thought into it? It brings a little bit more oomph. Maybe it's good because maybe they're thinking about me. You know, a lot more than usual. So oh, yeah. yeah, I like to put it like that. Uh. Um, but yeah, so going we're going in week six. This is great. Yes. Um, for a new month too. Uh, <laughs> uh, sec. I think it's our second week into in October. So um, yeah. Yeah. You know what's also going on, too, in sports right now? Um, I believe hockey returned, and then basketball returns on the 18th, and at the same time uh, this month, the MLB playoffs are going off. Yep, and due to that, the Cardinals game potentially might get pushed further. Yeah. Just I by s- a little bit. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but, yeah, so um, we're here. We're going to go ahead and go. So today's segment, we got news, of course. There isn't too much news to talk about. We have some injury, of course. And then also we're going to go into our sink and swim segment. And then right after that, the best segment of the show, you know, of the whole podcast. Whoa. Starts of the week. All right. So should we talk about last week's starts? Yes, we should, actually. First things first. Um, me and Jagger, uh, my wide receiver, Jagger's tight end. Uh, just didn't show up. Did like, not show literally up. didn't play. Like they were out at the last minute. Um, which I was very upset with because my starter start of the week for wide receiver was Isaiah McKenzie, and bro, they the the Bills destroyed the Steelers. Like they were just scoring and well, yeah, scoring. You talk about it's rough being a Raiders fan. Would yeah. you rather have been a Steelers fan and had to deal with that game? Yeah, but we we have the same record, one and four. But still, I mean, they got completely <laughs> destroyed. True. Like I mean, you guys were at least close, you know. Yeah. But that was just like, okay, come on now. Yeah. Please stop. Okay, I said stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. If Isaiah McKenzie was part, oh my bad, was part of that game, he would have got some touchdowns, man, and he would have been great. And I would have gotten been, one of the. I could have been rubbing it in your face. But other than that, my starts of the week were like, I'll give it like maybe a C plus because yeah. Jacoby Brissett got 14 points, which is good for streaming quarterback. And right after that, my tight end was David Njoku, who did really good, who got you 14 points as a tight end. And then my running back was amazing. I called it out. Raheem Moser got 20 points in full PPR, 19 in standard. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really proud of myself for that one. Wow. I feel like this is uh, the first time all season you've been proud of your starts of the week. Yeah, I, I'm re- I am. This is like my truly accomplishment right here. Was, wow. Um, Raheem Mozart and I and I called it 19 points, man. I'm so happy. I don't know. It ain't uh, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds put 21. Yep. Only two I points higher. Yep. Oh, uh, he mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the layout for that uh, today's show. Um, before I move on to the news, actually, I'm not gonna move on to the news because I don't have it ready yet in front of me. Um, so to, you wow. know, yeah, just exposes himself. <laughs> I guess so. I get everyone just exposing me for some reason. Well, you know, we're the commissioner. It's all right. Yeah, true. Maybe that's why. All right, going on recently, Cooper Cup foot listed that did not practice today. He is expected to play though. I don't think we're worried at all. Yeah, uh, Sean McVay said the Rams haven't made their last offer to Odell Beckham Jr. Hmm. Uh, Raheem Moser not practicing on Wednesday. 
Um, Tyreek Hill, who came out of a boot after Sunday's game, is that is that full participant in practice. And then the Dolphins also announced that they would be starting the rookie quarterback Thompson over uh, because, unfortunately, Teddy Bridgewater. Is it Teddy Bridgewater? Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I believe. And um, give me a second. Tua. Uh, Stewart, yeah. or Stewart concussion protocol, so they won't be able to play. You know, it must be rough being a Dolphins quarterback. Yeah, it has to be, you know. Uh, Dak Prescott felt great after throwing on Wednesday. Finally. I'm sorry, dude. You're not playing. Cooper Rush took your job. He's been undefeated ever since he started. Yep. I think he can move Historic on. I think he's going to be traded next year. I'm sorry, Dak Prescott, but, bro, you just ain't it, Can't man. Be eating them Doritos with Zeke no more. No more, bro. He, he, bit, he beat the two Super Bowl teams. He beat Bengals and the Rams, bro. Well, yes, maybe team in the league. You could throw it up to defense. The defense is great, but, man, he made the offense look good. Unfortunately, so it's surprising. Dak Prescott, I think you should probably stay on the bench for a little bit longer. But in reality, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, and did not practice today. Michael Thomas with the foot, Jarvis Landry with an ankle, and Chris Olave with a concussion. You know, that's always great to hear, considering that's like the entire Saints offense. Hey, Kamara. Taysom Hill though last week. Taysom Hill. Yeah, but can we see it? He's like the he's like he's like the Cordell Patterson for the yep. Saints, you know. Cordell Patterson, of course, you all know on the Falcons is the whole team in general. Yep. Uh, it looks like Taysom Hill is doing the same thing over there. Yeah. For the Saints. Huge uh, waiver ads for Taysom Hill this week. Yeah. Uh, T. Higgins unfortunately left the game with an ankle. Uh, he didn't score you any points due to that, and he's limited at practice on Wednesday. Jonathan Taylor still out on Wednesday. Jonathan Taylor was surprised because last week on Thursday, I think it was like the night before or in the morning, they ruled him out mm-hmm. for Thursday night game. I'm pretty sure if he would have played that game, he would have made it a lot better. Um, let's see what else is there. Mac- Should we be worried about Jonathan Taylor, you feel like? Um, I think we already kind of mainly touched on it last episode. Yeah, we, we did a touch a little. About Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we did. Um, I would still be kind of worried. But um, man, this is your chance to buy low. Really sure. is, and I, I and I think he has a lot of great potential. I mean, this the cold schedule isn't that bad for the next couple of weeks. Right after the buy, um. So yeah, I, I, I mean, if I was Jonathan Taylor hold, uh, owner, uh, I would still hold on to him for a little bit, unless you get like a really, unless you like on the deep low. Like if you're like one and four, or like you need a win, mm-hmm. you got to do something. Then or yeah. I would say Jonathan Taylor is your only bright spot. Yeah, you would probably have to trade him to get some packages, you know, Mm -hmm. to help your team out more. Uh, But, yeah, I would worry a little bit about JT, Jonathan Taylor. Do you see him starting? I feel like we could see him. I feel like, I I mean, he's he was out Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be a game-time decision. Honestly, I give him, like, maybe a 35% chance of starting. Mm. Yeah. Mac Jones, uh, who hasn't played the last two games, uh, is back on practice, but it was limited on Wednesday. So we can see him back on the field. Uh, Damian Harris, who got injured, was limited on Wednesday also. But I think he may be out for this game. So Ramondre Stevenson looking mad good over there, man. Um, Russell Gage, Julio Jones did not practice on Wednesday. Logan Thomas and Jahan Dotson are all out on Thursday Night Football. 
Yeah. Logan Thomas, man, I'm waiting for you to come back and just like be fantasy relevance again, man. I think everyone's waiting. I'm I waiting. think every single and owner he's, of Logan Thomas. He's not that old. He still has potential to do that. And Carson Wentz is doing an okay job. Carson Wentz had a great game last week. Did you hear the owner of the Commanders though? So they asked so they I'll show you on Twitter right after the show. So one of the interviewers asked the owner of the Commanders, like, hey, why do you think the the other like the rest of your division, which are the Giants, uh the Cowboys and um I'm missing one more. Giants, Cowboys. Who am I missing in that? In that? Uh, oh, the Eagles. Um, are doing great right now, which is weird because they're like the worst division in the league, like yeah. for like the past three years. Now, like they're both all like four and one. Yeah, the but Giants are popping off. They beat the Packers in yeah. London, which is crazy. You know, Eagles are undefeated, and the Cowboys are doing great. And then so like the owner of the Commanders came out saying like because they, they asked him. You know, why do you think the other teams in your division are doing great? <laughs> and he legit said one word, and he said, quarterback. <laughs> Ouch, Carson. Ouch. Yeah, feel bad for that. Uh, Rashad Bateman mm-hmm. foot not spotted on practice. I think that's great for uh, du- DuVernay over there for the wide receiver. Um, It says, uh, what else am I missing? It says, head coach Mac LaFour. Uh, told reporters that QB Aaron Rodgers would not practice today due to a thumb injury, but I honestly wouldn't worry about that at all. Um, uh, look, I'm I, this is this should be some good news for you right here, Jagger. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Wide receiver Drake London and tight end Kyle Pitts spotted at practice today. Man, that don't mean nothing. What do you mean? Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts was hasn't out. Gotten above five points in like he was three out weeks. last week. That means oh, this is a funny one right here. This is gonna be great. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm to laugh. Yeah, you you are gonna laugh. Do you okay. know? Do you know what I'm going after yet? You yeah. have an idea? No, just hit me. Okay, cool. I don't want to. Head coach Pete uh, from the Seahawks said Drew Locke is nipping at Geno's heels. I did see that earlier today. Yeah. Are you laughing at all? Um, a little chuckle. Maybe for him actually believing that. He is nipping at his heels when Geno Smith has been popping off lately. Yeah, I mean, mentally. he's, he's in, I, do you think it's DK Metcalf or you think it's Geno Smith? Geno Smith, he's throwing the ball. Yeah, you don't think DK Metcalf is making Geno Smith look good? No, DK Metcalf, you know, he's a uh, he's famous for uh, going to the bathroom. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, for about, uh, not much concern about Barkley's shoulder. He did have a shoulder injury part well, through the game. He's a beast right now. He this is, is crazy. What's that, Leah? What's that? What? You want to say that again? He's a beast. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad that helped you. I did. Uh, the Cowboys announced another week of Cooper Rush that he will be starting against the Eagles on Sunday night. 49ers have signed running back Tevin Coleman to the 53-man roster and released QB Burn Kirk from the practice squad. Oh, this one's cool. So after uh, Monday night's game, uh, the uh, the Raiders lost to a point, but unfortunately, Devontae Adams was. Some yeah. say he was frustrated. Some say he didn't see him. Well, worst comes to worst, uh, Devontae Adams did push a cameraman out of the way while going back to the locker room, and that cameraman would said he was injured and his person charges charges against you know Devontae Adams. Yep. Um, so it's a misdemeanor assault and the NFL are looking into it to his punishment. So it may, we may be looking to like a two game, one game suspension in the future. 
And that is tough for Devontae owners. Yeah, that is really he probably tough. Probably took him first pick. Yeah, so um, unfortunately, well, it hasn't come out yet. He could be only suspended for one game, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, he I, I think he is going to miss some time. I, I don't want him to as a Raider fan, but I think he is. Yeah, I think him missing time is unavoidable. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Um, I'll see if I missed anything else on the news. No, I don't believe so. I mean, running back really Damian Harris is likely to miss multiple games because of a hamstring injury. Yep. So, like I said earlier, Ramondre Stevenson is looking pretty good. Did we hit on the Rashad Penny news? Uh, we did not. Go ahead. Um, he's out for the season. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, Javante's over there, and you're both having a great time. Uh, he broke a fibula. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Or what about uh, the wonderful news from the Panthers firing their coach, not even midway through the season, pretty much at the start of the season? I think they needed that. They really did. They finally take that big step. Line. All right, bro, you're out of here. Yeah. This right now. Also, speaking of the Panthers, QB, my Baker Mayfield suffered a high ankle sprain on Sunday's game, and he will miss some time, but... How much will be de- how much will be de- determined? I'm so sorry. I don't know why I couldn't say that. We'll be coming soon because they're still doing tests and all that. But right now, it looks like P.J. Walker is in line to start at QB against the Rams. Yeah, XFL MVP. Let's go, P.J. Walker. Because Sam Darnold is still injured and on the IR. Start to start, you know? <laughs> Other than that, I mean, besides the side-breaking news of Rashad Penny, who was doing great last week. Um, you got any news that I missed? I don't believe so. I think that's pretty much all the main news. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, let me go ahead and get, oh, we got all the news, um, since last week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go to our sink and, si- sink and swim. I can't do it. Jack, can you do Sink it for me? Sink or swim. Thank you. I don't know why, what's up with me today. Well, it just needs to enunciate. Yeah, I mean, it's an everyday thing. Every episode, I'm like this. Uh, so to get used to it. Um, so we. this one's great. I mean, the list isn't too bad. There was too many big surprises. Like, there's been, like, the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing, nothing too like oh mind blowing or nothing. Oh my day. Oh my day. So we're gonna go ahead and go to the. What do you want to do? Swam or sink? Um, I think we should hit with the swam first, and I really want to hit Austin Eckler first. Oh, he was actually on the list first, so you good? Yeah. So Austin Eckler right now is exploding all over the field. <laughs> yeah, he's making points. a big splash right now. I mean, last week was amazing, and then week five, wow. He replicated his performance from the past week. Yeah, I, I combined, he almost went over 90, I believe. Um, I believe so, which is uh, nuts. It is, really. Um, but Austin Eckler, man, I mean, you expected this. You really did. I mean, you drafted him high, you know, and you, yeah. and you paid for what he is now. I mean, and, and, and if you drafted him at a high price, man, you it's working out great for you right now. I mean, but it probably was rough for you for the first couple of weeks, but man, the last two weeks, Austin Austin Eckler has been great for your team. Mm-hmm. And I and I think definitely think he's going to continue to do that for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, he was in our still starting him every week. He was in our top five running backs of the year before the season started, and we and on right now he's on pace to, to be that. You know, he's on pace right now to be the number one yeah. running back of the season. Um, so moving on from that, any final thoughts on Austin Eckler? 
Um, no, if you have him, you're keeping him, and he could definitely win you the league. I feel like he is on pace for something incredible. Definitely. Uh, right now, moving on from that is Gabe Davis from the Buffalo Bills. This guy had one a, receiver on the week. Yeah, this guy had a 98 touchdown run, uh, catch and run. Chai's history too. Yeah, it's Three. crazy because they were all at the two yard line, I believe, one yard line. Man, 98, 98 yard catch, catch and run for the touchdown. I mean. And only on six targets. Yeah, and it was and their, only on three catches. It was their first offensive play of the game, too. <laughs> so it was crazy. And then right after that, I think he went over for one more touchdown. So yeah. He finished the day with two touchdowns, 170 yards, and Dang. three catches. How many targets did he get? Six. Six, tar- <laughs> six targets? You know, not your average wide receiver one who gets 10, 12. Yeah. You know? No, six targets. Three. He caught half of them. Yep. One of them was a 98 touchdown run and uh, run and yeah. touchdown. I feel like you're definitely, if Gabe Davis isn't in your league, which I'm surprised because he's rostered nearly 100%. Yeah. Um, you're definitely, I feel like starting him now every single week. You should. I mean, he had like he had a rough couple like what for uh, like right out before this happened. He had a rough. He had a couple. great week one. Didn't play week two, and then week three and four, Miami and Baltimore a little rough. So yeah. And two points respect. Yeah. So. Now I'm saying don't expect a 32 bomb from Gabe Davis because he's still got Diggs over there. Yeah. Diggs so. is still going to get his targets. And, and Diggs has been doing great all year. Yeah. So. Uh, moving on from that, Taysom Hill uh, from the Saints. We oh talked boy. about him earlier. <laughs> I believe. What? How many points did he get? 32, 34? Um, I believe so. I uh, believe 34. it was. 34.08 in full PPR. How many touchdowns did he have? Um. So he had no receiving touchdowns mainly. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have a passing touchdown? Yeah, I believe he had. Can this work? <laughs> Sorry, this is uh, being so, a little finicky here. But I believe he had two passing touchdowns. Yeah. Hold on. And he had like one rushing touchdown. Yeah. Man exploded, 34 points. And he's at the tight end position currently. Um, and he's at tight end, number three right now. Yeah. He uh, is number three in standard and number seven in full PBR. And overall, he had one rushing touchdown. Yeah. And I forgot how many passes he threw to, but I think it was only two. If you want to really talk about passing, um, I think Justin Jefferson is probably on that list again. Oh yeah. He had a little pass to Dalvin Cook. He did. Not I saw little. It was pretty long pass. I saw that. I wish he was on the receiving end, but uh, anyway. But, yeah, so Taysom Hill is going against the Bengals next week, so I wouldn't expect too much for him. Plus, he is questionable at the moment. I think he'll play. He, he's dealing with a minor rib injury, but, yeah, I believe he will play. Um, I think you can start him, though, next week. I, I would ride the hype train and start him against the Bengals. Yes, I know they're you know a tough team at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, but I would just keep riding that train and go ahead and roll with uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Um, I mean, he goes up against Cincy, Arizona, Las Vegas, and then Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I mean, his schedule is immaculate. Yeah, he's definitely losing against Las Vegas. So, anyways, moving on from that. Um, I think the only thing you have to worry moving, about. Moving, moving no, no, on. No, not against the Raiders. Oh. I'm just saying. He's not out on the field a whole lot of the time. Oh, yeah. So aren't the Raiders. You the Raiders still aren't on the field, so I don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, you never see them. No, I'm uh, just... I think you should temper your expectations. Don't expect 30, maybe not even 16 points. Speaking of the Raiders, another person that's on our list now that I said he was going to have a great game, and um, he did. Uh, he finally has been doing great for the last two games. Good old Josh Jacobs, man. 30 points yeah. in full PPR. Last week against the Broncos was 34. 
Um, I, I'm telling you, man, I think he's a week-to-week starter now. He, The way they utilized him against the Chiefs in that game was amazing. He was going, I mean, they should have they should have kept giving him the ball. I don't know why they had to pass it on 4-1 and do a Russell Wilson. What the heck? Anyways. Pass uh, the ball. Have you seen that clip? Yeah. Richard, <laughs> Richard Sherman <laughs> having flashbacks. Pass the ball. Uh, Josh Jacobs, yeah, definitely, man. Um, he's a week, He's definitely a Week-to-week starter. It took you, a little bit to get going. It did. It took him four weeks, three weeks. And look, look, if you traded for him or, you you know, you got him for a low price in the beginning, good for you, man. Good for you. I almost got rid of him, but unfortunately, I waited it out. Yeah. Uh, moving on from Josh Jacobs, another player on the SRAM list is going to be um, <coughs> Jacoby Myers. And Damian Brown, Jacoby Myers finally was great. I was, he was a huge my guy last season. He didn't perform well as I thought, and I was gonna pick him off the waiver board. I totally forgot, and unfortunately, somebody else has him. Mm -hmm. But Jacoby Myers did great for, you know, for the Patriots last week. Even though they, 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 did you see the score against the Lions they had? Um, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lions didn't score at all. Number one offense got shut out. They did. 0-29. to 29. Jacoby Myers got a total of 24 points. He was targeted eight times for 111 yards and one touchdown. See, that's the kind of target you would expect from, like, a Gabe Davis output kind of game. You yeah. Know? But, man, yeah. I mean, speaking of another Patriots, Demondre Stevenson, 20 mm-hmm. points, 25 carries, 161 yards, and he had two receptions. So, yeah. you know, extra, you know, Pockets and your points right there. Hey. There you go. I said it, right? Um, Still 161. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, that is. Uh, uh, another one. I said it was uh, Brown uh, from the Washington football team. Mm. Um, how do you say his first name? I don't want to butcher it, honestly. Uh, no, 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 no. I, as you know, knowing my history, I, uh, eventually we'll probably give him a nickname. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's too early for that for this dude. <laughs> too early? What, you don't think we could see a performance-level nickname from him? Uh, I don't know. Brown? Yeah, thank you. He had a total of 24 points and full PPR. I mean, I don't think you're looking for a repeat. No, this is kind of like a one-hit wonder, you know what I mean? Because no, yeah. they still got Curtis Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin. For Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Too. Jahan Dotson was out last week. And it looks like he's on the, the timetable to return this week. Uh-huh. Uh, moving on from uh, that, we got Alvin Kamara finally came oh back. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and he finally had a fantasy-relevant game. He didn't just call out on you from work at last minute. It's like, hey, man, I ain't going to be there. Sorry. And then you, you wake up. And it sucked because it was, like, really early in the morning, too. So it's like, for us, it was 6.30 a.m. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> but I'm not awake. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so um, Alvin Kamara finally did something for your so fantasy he team. also finally topped the game over eight points. Hey, let's go. Um, In full PPR. Um, do you feel like this is the light at the end of the tunnel finally for Camaro? Yeah, I think I mean I've always thought Camaro is always a start weekly player. Yeah, I, for sure. And right after this week, it just shows he still is a weekly start. Even he did he still did really good for you PPR with that whole Taysom Hill performance, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Camaro was great. And I mean, he's going up against Cincinnati, who's I hate to say it, a little rough around the edges this season. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's a solid start. Uh, so, here we go. Running backs. We talked about them earlier. We got Raheem Moses from the Dolphins, and then we also got Michael Carter, and then we also got Jeff Wilson from the 49ers. So, I feel like Michael Carter, we can mainly chalk it up to a one-hit wonder. 
Yeah, because Michael Carter, who's been splitting the backfield with Brees Hall, and Brees Hall got a lot of that workload. Uh, yeah, in that I mean, game, Michael Carter was only out there forty-two percent of snaps. Yeah, and it's and it's funny too because Michael Carter got those touchdowns at the goal line. You know, yeah. Damien Hate Pierce were running all the way at the end. He only totaled twenty yards. You yeah. know, yeah, and he would like run it all the way towards the end, and Damien Pierce. I mean. Michael Carter would just run in. Yeah, Brees Hall finished the day with 97 rushing yards. Yeah. 100 receiving yards out of two catches. Definitely a one-hit wonder for Michael Carter. Yeah, uh, and if you're me, you're hating dropping him. <laughs> Jeff Wilson for the 49ers, though. I mean, filling in with Elijah Mitchell on the IR. You're still going to see repeat performance from Jeff Wilson. Yeah. I, Until you, Elijah Mitchell comes back. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Wilson is the number one back for the 49ers at the moment. Uh, moving on from that, we got Dallas Goddard uh, from the Eagles, who did really great against the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's weird because now the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles are the number one team in the league right now. Uh-huh. And Jalen Hurts has been doing great for targeting his wide receivers. I mean, la- AJ Brown did have a little rough week, I guess. He did have a rough week, but he was still targeted seven times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Smith was amazing, 18 points. Yep. I mean, come on now. And Dallas Goddard again, 17 points, targeted nine times. So, Jalen Hurts is doing really good. I mean, even for himself. I mean, he can give his wide receiver 18 points, his tight end 17 points, and give himself 27. Yeah. I mean, that's a star quarterback right there. I don't know what you're going to say. Um, but anyways, uh, moving on from that. At least average... At least one touchdown pretty much every game. Yeah, definitely. So Passing or rushing. That is Jalen Hurts I'm talking about, not yeah. he was a, Goddard. He was my my guy last year. Remember that? I was all oh. for Jalen Hurts last year. And now look at him. Now you don't have him. Yeah, because it was just too much of a price to pay to get him back, man. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Uh, so uh, speaking about the Bengals, Hayden Hurst from yeah. the Bengals. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he did really great for the Bengals. Um, people were like kind of like questioning, uh, like other players, to like bench over Hayden Hurst. Uh, but right now Hayden Hurst had a total of seventeen points for I mean, the Bengals. He had one touchdown for the for the tight end. Uh, for the Bengals, I mean. Uh, I I don't think he's a one hit wonder. He's no, he's been pretty much average of the pack in terms of tight end performance. Yeah, he started the season. He really has I kind of think he has a high ceiling where you where, where you can start him at a week and he, you have a chance of him having a great game. I could uh, I was not, say, I'm not saying like a 34 point game, more yeah. of like a 15 12 point game. His ceiling isn't quite like penthouse skyscraper. It's, it's more no, like a small suburban house. Yeah, it's no Kelsey or Mark Andrews house, oh, no. Yeah, no. So He's got uh, their tool shed out in the backyard. That's it's, his ceiling. But still reliable. Yep. Uh, another player. I mean, look, before we move on, eight targets week one, seven targets week two, you know, seven targets last week. Like, yeah. the targets are there for Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Joe Burrow is definitely giving him targets. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, if you have Tyler Boyd. Or Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. So, uh, moving on from that, uh, this guy is on the swim section. I think it's actually this is his first time on this. First time actually jumping in the pool. And um, he's enjoying the water. I wish I, I, I wish he's – I hope he comes back and does it again, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Justin Fields from the oh, Bears. Finally. Uh, finally jumped F- in that finally. pool. Finally. And made a splash uh, for fans. Don't get used to it. Uh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't you get know, used to it. It's cold over there in Chicago. They don't swim a lot. Yeah, but um, J- Justin Fields, I mean, I, do you think he's a one-hit wonder? I think so. 
Yeah. I mean, I hope Until he comes the back. The passing game it, improves. Yeah. There's no reason to have. I believe he got 18 points. Uh, 17. 17 points. Wow, it's one off. He had zero touchdown, or sorry, one passing touchdown. Okay. So yeah. And so anybody that I missed from the you know swim section that were making big splashes. I can't think of anyone at the moment. Okay. Like, no, that's how it usually goes. You yeah. can't think of anyone, and then right as you're done. So I guess it's not really a swim section, or a player, rather. but um, Or I guess kind of, considering he's been kind of, I hate to say it, trash lately. Darnell Mooney. Uh, I he, mean, he was I, average of the pack this week. A lot of people dropped him. You know, wasn't oh, expecting, a lot of people dropped him. Wasn't expecting a big game. I believe you dropped him, right? I've never had him this year. Was he dropped in my league? No. Nope. Yeah, uh, Caden still has him. Oh, wow. He caught him out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I says, it says it right here. <laughs> uh, but I'm not saying swim mainly because of his performance. His performance was, I hate to say, kind of bad. You know, whopping seven points in full PPR. That's, that's, that's terrible. That's tight end good. Yeah. I was mainly talking about the one-handed catch he got. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh. I did see that. That was really good. Yeah. You see the picture that came out with it? I think so. It looked good. But that's the only reason. Not because he did good. Or rather, how about, sorry, I completely forgot. David Montgomery. First week oh, back. Oh, yeah, there you go, see. First week back. I think we didn't move on. 18.2 points yep. in full PPR. Mm-hmm. Recording a touchdown, you know, catching four passes. Welcome back, David Montgomery. You were supposed to miss a whole month, but you came back in like two weeks. So I think what saved him mainly was those four passes and the touchdown. Because other than that, he rushed 12 times for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. If he wouldn't have gotten that touchdown, it would have been a rough week. As hate as I, I mean, I still think he's lingering from that injury that he had. He is. And I really hate to say this, but I don't see him performing that well again. No. I don't. It's It's tough. And I mean... He's even sharing a few carries with Khalil Herbert still. Yeah, and, and and I know David Montgomery can take the whole workload. I know he can. We've seen it before. We've seen it happen. But right now the dude's injured. I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't, especially with them having Khalil Herbert over there, I don't think they want to give him the full workload No, for his for his safety, of course. But then when if you're a fantasy owner, that's where it worries you. Like, okay, uh, I don't know if he's a reliable. I don't even think he's a reliable running back two for you. And well, and I hate to say it too, because you look at the just the raw points, you know, and yeah. eighteen points. Oh, that's great, you know, it's great for a running back. Like I'd rather have Brian Robinson than David Montgomery. Wow. I'd rather have Damian Pierce than David Montgomery. I I'd, I'd take that. Yeah, uh, which I'm very happy for Damian Pierce because <laughs> <laughs> I kept him. I told you guys to keep him if you had him. Don't don't. But who knows? It's still early in the season. We could see a change in performance from yeah, David Montgomery. Yeah, d- definitely. I, I mean, we we've do. only been a month into into yeah. the football season. So don't get hurt again, David. Otherwise, yeah. uh, you know what that means. If it's a leg injury, that is. Unfortunately, yes. You're going to have to put in an application for our committee. Yes. It, we have a, a actually pretty speedy acceptance process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, moving on from that, uh, here are the players that sunk to the bottom of the pool for you that did you dirty, unfortunately. This guy's been doing you dirty for a while now. He Ooh. really has. Ezekiel Elliott from Ooh. the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he did. He showed you some hope last week and prior in week four. He was you were like, he's back. He's Even finally, the Giants game, you know. He's here. Points just about. Yeah, and then unfortunately, uh, how many points this week? Uh, that'd be 7.8. Yes. Um, yeah, but 
Yes, let's go, Elias. Seven points. Yes, that's what we need from you. But if you had his counterpart, Pollard, and you started him, you had a great week with Tony Pollard. Yeah. Um, and I really feel like that's the reason Zeke's struggling. And, and I, I'm, Pollard. And I think it was LA on our panic segment last week. I think he was. And I think we did hit the panic button on him. And yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, right now, I wouldn't rely on Elliot at all. I think the only Dallas Cowboys I would rely on is CeeDee Lamb. Maybe yeah. Dalton Schultz if he if that comes back. But mm-hmm. at the moment, I think the only Cowboy you can really rely on is um, CeeDee Lamb. Or, uh, yeah. I was going to make a case for Noah Brown, but he's been falling off lately now. Yeah. About it. But... And I hate to say it, you can't really rely on Zeke or Pollard. No, you can't. You, you can't. You can't rely on them to get the points that you expect them to get you. You know, no. I mean, they probably will give you like ten points, mm-hmm. but from like a quarter, from a running back like Elliott, you are expecting like a 15, 16, 20 point, even like a twenty point game from him. I mean, Zeke had twenty two rushing attempts. Yeah, last week or this week or, you know what I meant. Yeah, against the Rams, right? Seventy eight yards. Yeah, and I, and I understand. And that was. And I understand the Rams have a good defense. They really do. But still, that's 78 yards. Yeah. And pure stats, that's that's great, you know. Yeah. But in fantasy output, not so much. Yeah. Meanwhile, his counterpart, you know, Tony Pollard, who only rushed the ball eight times, but get this, he ran 86 yards and got a touchdown. That's what did him in. Yeah. Uh, But, I, yeah, like we talked about him last episode, I mean, I'm hitting the panic button on him. But – it's but gonna I, be tough because they play Philly this week. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a really good game, you know. Yep. Um, but like, if I was the Elliott owner right now, I you're definitely not gonna get any good value from him if you're you, not trading him. If you're trading him one on one, no. The only way you can get rid of him for a good package is if you trade him and somebody else, a good yep. decent name to get some other players to help your team. But right now, if you just trade Elliott by itself, by himself, I mean, um. You're not going to get a lot from it. Uh, someone's going to send you something really dumb. <laughs> like, all right, fine. I guess I'll, I'll give you Bateman then. Yep. Or no, not, not even Bateman. I'd rather have Bateman. Uh, I'd like someone like, um, hmm. I don't know. Corey Davis. Let me give you Corey Davis yeah. and give me Zeke Elliott. I'd still have Corey Davis. Exactly. <laughs> um, so moving on from Elliott, James Conner is also on the um, and I feel like that's mainly due to the injury. He did have an injury, but uh, he was questionable at practice. I mean, he was limited at practice, but people are saying he may be out for the Cardinals this week. Um, yep. He didn't practice today, like you said. Um, I mean, <sighs> Andrew Benjamin, though, I mean, is the yeah, backup running back. he is the next back. in line. He did pretty good, though, with James Conner being injured. But here's the thing. Are we starting to panic, you feel like, on James Conner? I mean, this is another week who... <sighs> you know, I was really hoping that when D-Hop comes back, he would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. But th- the past couple games where he's been looking, I am kind of panicking on him. Yep. I mean, because you drafted him at a high value, too. Mm-hmm. And the way he's been performing isn't that great. And especially with the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are not like the number one offense like the Lions in the league. <laughs> no. Uh, but they're still a really good offense, you know. Uh, but... Right now, he's just not being utilized a lot. And when he does, he gets injured, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And you mainly drafted him for that touchdown upside. He was a touchdown machine yeah. last year, you know? But. um, So moving off of Jonathan, not Jonathan Taylor. Oh, actually, James Conner to Jonathan Taylor. This guy was rolled out on Thursday last week against the Broncos. Um, Look, 
We talked a lot about Jonathan Taylor already last episode. We had like a 20-minute segment on him. We sure did. He's still a buy-low candidate. Go ahead and try to trade for him low at the moment because I'm pretty sure the owner is desperate. Um, Yeah. But Or the owner may just be like, you know what? I'm just going to – like the way I did with Christian McCaffrey two years ago. You know what? I'm just going to wait on it, you know? And then it didn't pan out too well. It didn't. But I still won that year. Yeah, true. Uh, Moving on. This guy has been on the list for a while now, and I talked about him last episode. And I put the panic button on him. And I said, even with a new quarterback, I don't see him being that great. It's gonna go. It's gonna be good old Najee Harris from the Steelers, running back. Yeah, Najee has been. He's had two good weeks, and I guess that's all right. You yeah. know, five weeks in, two decent weeks. But I, I'm just saying, man. I don't think he's gonna have that many, that great value with a new quarterback. I mean. Just the next few games right now, Tampa this week, yeah. Miami, Philadelphia. All great defenses right there. And he goes to a bye, plays New Orleans, okay, Cincinnati, okay, Indianapolis. He has a decent little run then. Yeah. But, man, these next three weeks are just... It's so hard to start him. I think most of these games, if we have a better running back, I mean, if you have, like, Damian Pierce or... um, uh, Give me a second... Miles Sanders, you know, I would start those guys over Najee Harris. If you have somebody like a, um, obviously you're going to start like the main top 10, but even Raheem Mostert, I'd rather start Raheem Mostert over Najee Harris. Brees Hall over Najee Harris. You know, Jeff Wilson over Najee Harris. Um, So then here's the real question. I feel like James Conner and Najee Harris are kind of in a similar boat. Yeah. In terms of performance-wise anyway. So which one do you probably feel more comfortable starting if you were to, I guess, somehow have both, you know? Really? Mm. If you do have both, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, that's that's a little rough. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose between who to start and if it was Najee Harris and... Um, or rather James who to keep and who to drop. I would keep James Conner and drop yeah. Najee Harris. Well, actually, you know what? I think I would, I would, I would drop James Conner mm. and keep Najee Harris. Just because I I think Najee Harris will have a better outcome once that. Is it because we of his performance last year, you know, it was a solid performance last year. Yeah, but I think after the bye week, when they finally don't play really good teams, right after the bye week for the Steelers, I think Najee Harris will be fancy I mean, relevant. Was he even struggled against the Jets? True. The Jets. Who would you rather keep, Najee or James Conner? I feel like it is a tough call, and. Previously, I guess, having Najee last year, I mean, he had a historic finish, top three, you know, in terms of full PPR. But I hate to say it. I might have to drop James Conner, pick up Najee. Yeah, see, I was thinking that's what, like. I, I think it's just because I can see the upside. I know what Najee can be. And right now, just ain't cutting it. I don't know if it's because Mr. Kenny Pick, your boy over there, is not performing. That's what I'm saying. I, the reason why I would like keep Najee over James Conner is because I'm just waiting it out with Najee Harris until that week of him playing not that great defense come along, and yeah. he's, he gives you finally fancy relevant. I mean, he's shown you signs, like week two, six targets, and that's where Najee Harris really excelled was the receiving end. Yeah. You know, that's what pushed him up. But that was with Mitchell Trubisky. That was. And then you look after that, three targets. The, against the Jets, not a single target went his way. How many targets did he go against? Uh, did he get against the Bills? Four. Yeah. He see. got three of them. But, again, that's a, that's a tough defense. Yeah, it is tough defense. But, I mean, 
I only have the whole season numbers pulled up right now, but you're going from, you know, 94 targets at the end of the year from last season, you know. Yeah. And on average, like here, I'll bring it up right now. Cincinnati week three with Najee Harris was amazing. Why? Because he had probably the most targets out of any <laughs> other player in the league. He had 19 <laughs> targets. Yeah. And, I mean, you look last year, three, five, seven, five, seven, four, and six, that's with, five. That was on the, the edge of retirement for uh, good old Ben Roethlisberger, you and know? I, and I get it. You can make the case that, yeah, it's because Big Ben you know why? his I think, running backs. I think I know why Najee Harris is going to be performing well as he did last year. Because hmm. last year, he played on Heinz Field. Uh, that's not called Heinz Field no more. True. True. I think that just messed with his head, <laughs> and he's just like morale just went down. And then like uh, you know, Roethlisberger left, and he's like, "This isn't it no more. This doesn't feel like Heinz Field no more to me. I can't perform well." And I that's that's it one hundred percent. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Got to change the name. But I mean, even look at this. Najee hasn't hit a single stat projected point for him all year yet. No, no, he has he's not been under projection. That's what I'm saying. And it, yet, I would still keep him over yeah, James Conner. I would have to Over agree. James Conner. Just because James Conner has been getting injured. Najee Harris is way younger, of course. A lot more speed. James Conner. I mean, Najee's sophomore year in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, James Conner is great. He really is. He showed it last year. But at the moment, I would, I would rather strap Najee after the bye week. Honestly. After I feel like the that's bye the moment week, of truth. That is the moment of truth. And I'd rather, you know, take my chances and gamble with that. Those games right after the bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any final thoughts on Najee Harris, who's been on it for a while? Uh, this one, I, I'm going to have to put it up to injury, uh, uh, but it's good old T. Higgins Yeah. Uh, from the Bengals. I mean. There's really not much to explain when it comes to injury. He's been getting players. injured recently a lot, though. Yeah. He really has. I hate to say it, but Cincinnati as a whole has been weird. Yeah. Like, Joe Mixon, I feel like, is the only bright spot over there right now in terms of offense. Maybe Hayden Hurst. We were talking about him earlier. Yeah, I mean, he is still called day-to-day at the moment. But he he suffered uh, an ankle injury against... Uh, oh, my bad. Against Baltimore. Against Baltimore. Um, he did sit out practice today. Yeah. So that's not looking good. Um, I mean, T. Higgins being the number two receiver, he, when healthy, he's... Solid. Yeah, he is. He is really solid because in, like, week four, he got you 24, week three, 14, mm-hmm. week two, 19, and then week one was questionable. But, I mean, those weeks right after week one were great, and unfortunately, he got injured, so I, I wouldn't be worried too much about him at all. I mean, the only reason why he is at the bottom of the pool for you is just because he got injured, unfortunately. He can't swim. He can't paddle his legs because he's injured. <laughs> um, so, moving on from that, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but good old uh, A.J. Dillon, who's been yeah. on the, you know, on the you know sank to the bottom, he's been on there for a little bit. He's been on there for a little bit, but I I still think he's gonna have a great outcome soon. I really th- I I really think he's gonna have an a great output. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I must suck to have him at the moment. I mean, he has been doing great for you, but I think if you just hold on to him for a little bit longer, he would be the fantasy player you want him to be. I think. I mean, yeah, I still think he's gonna be under Aaron Jones. Yeah, true. So. I would still hold on to A.J. Dillon. And I would probably go trade for A.J. Dillon just because he's a low buy-in running back at the moment. I mean, he's still getting carries, which is weird, you know? Because like you were saying, A.J. or not A.J., Aaron Jones is the starter. Yeah. You know? But 
It doesn't look like at the moment he's outpacing. It almost seems honestly like a 50-50 split. Yeah. Like a complete even split. You know? Because it's like Aaron Jones got 13 carries and A.J. Dillon got six carries, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's evenly. Or you even look against the New England game, you know? A.J. Dillon got 17, Aaron Jones got 16. Yeah. And it just kind of flip-flops. Yeah, and I, and I think A.J. Dillon is one of those trade targets you can go after. And I definitely think if you are owner of A.J. Dillon, I would hold on to him if you are able to. Like, if you're able to hold on to A.J. Dillon for a little bit longer, you'll be fine. But if you're you know? one and four. But if you're one and four, you need to make you need to make desperate moves. And you can't wait any longer. Then, unfortunately, yeah, go ahead and find a new player, start him, trade him. You got to do, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to win. But if you are able to hold on to him, I would. I will say, you know, most teams don't look the same as yeah. when you drafted them yeah. come into the year. So, um, yeah, I, I think I said that in week one. Mm-hmm. I was like, take a picture where your team looks right now. It's not going to be like that yeah. by the end of the year. That's why I like our platform. It tells us they were removed from the roster. <laughs> so you can go all the way back to week one at the end of the season. And see your team. See how no one is on your team again, except yeah. for maybe your first two or three picks. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from AJ Dillon, this guy has been on the list for a while now since he came back from injury, and I, I'm just waiting for the moment for him to finally do something. Uh, but it's gonna be going to George Kittle, uh, oh, for 49ers. Man. Um, he he did not play for the first three weeks, I believe. No, first three or two. He finally comes back with his quarterback Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy G over there. And unfortunately, he just hasn't been performing, performing well enough for you to be like, yep, this is why I spent so much draft, you know, position. You know what so I mean? The thing was, too, if your league doesn't have an IR spot, you had to keep him on your bench for those two weeks. Yeah, and you and he hasn't performed what you wanted him to perform. You know what I mean? Right now, he is ranked the 35th tight end in full PPR. Yeah, Will Disley, uh, Irv Smith, you know, mm-hmm. David Njoku, Tyler Higby, Hunter Henry, all those tight ends are ranked higher than he is. Yeah. And and right now, uh, George Kittle is a major by-low target. For sure. Just, um, I will, I guess, kind of make the case. He is steadily increasing in terms of usage. Yeah. So. And, and that's the reason The reason why he's a by-low um, target is because, look, George Kittle. We know the ceiling. We know the ceiling. We, we know what he can hit. And plus, he still has Jimmy G. You know, Jimmy G is a passer. I mean, of course he is because he's a quarterback. But, you know, oh, Trey Lance oh. over there is running around. But, look, Jimmy G loves to target Tra- I'm gonna say Travis Kelsey, George Kittle right now. And George Kittle is going to have a high ceiling for where he's going to perform well. And I think you should hold on to him. Yes, it might suck starting him week to week because you have to. It's George Kittle. I feel yeah. like if you can, try and find another tight end you can start in his place until he gets things rolling. Yeah. Uh, but right now, George Kittle, uh, for me personally, I think he's a buy-low candidate. For sure. I feel like he's honestly up there with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, definitely. And it, it is weird to say that he's been on the this, you know. Um, he's pretty sink- much been on here since the start of the season. Yeah, on a, he's been on the sink list for a while now. So hopefully he puts his uh, flotation device back on and at least gets out of the water. I think Jimmy G needs to get him some floaties or something. Yeah. Something. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, we got good old uh, TJ Hawkinson, another tight end. Yeah, a bit of a disappointment. I mean, you're going from monster game, absolute monster game. Uh, and that's the thing. That's how it's going to be for you if you don't have the top three tight ends. Like, if you don't have Mark Andrews or Kelsey, the other tight ends that you're going to have 
are going to have a really high ceiling. Like, for example, TJ Hawkinson. But they're not going to perform that well week to week. Mm-hmm. That's where you have to gamble on them. But I feel like you had to chalk last week up to a fluke. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they went against the Pagers didn't score at all. No one expected that to happen, yeah, you know? true. But what I thought was weird was that Josh Reynolds actually did perform pretty well against them, which was surprising. Yeah. Um, PPR, of course. He got no yeah. touchdowns. No, so you standard fools over there. <laughs> too great. Who is it? But, I mean, you're going from a game in Seattle where you got two touchdowns. This is TJ Hawkinson. Two touchdowns, eight catches, you know, 180 receiving yards to, you know, four catches and six yards. Yeah. Zero touchdowns. I feel like you're still comfortable to start him. Yeah, definitely. He comes back from bye next week mm-hmm. against Dallas. All he, right? He's still one of those tight ends where you're starting him week to week. Yeah. Just because of how potent that offense is right now. Yeah, number one offense in the league right now. Yeah. Fortunately, he didn't score at all, though. And again, I feel like it's just a fluke. Yeah, me too. Uh, moving on from the tight ends, we got good old J.K. Dobbins, Corey Davis, and Adam Thielen. I mean, I'm kind of sad about J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, coming back from injury. Uh, he had a monster game last week, and uh, I, I I, believe I said like I would keep riding the hype train just for a little bit. Because, I mean, Lamar Jackson is our main running back over there, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I mean, wide receiver has been okay at the moment, but right now the backfield for the Ravens have been just like for the past three years have been really, really bad. What do you mean they got Lamar? Oh, sorry. The backfield. <laughs> Old joke. Oh. Um, but I yeah, mean, I mean, I, I. Can you drop J.K. Dobbins? Oh, no, I feel like you keep him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a low end flex position. So the weird thing is he's because we've seen it. And it's weird. He played against Buffalo, got 22 points. Yeah. You know, the same Buffalo that blew out the Steelers. <laughs> you know? And then he goes to Cincinnati, plays four, or gets four points, you know, full PPR. And it's weird because they go now to play the Giants. Um, the Giants, who I believe are what? Four and one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both New York teams are four and one. Yeah. Crazy. It's pretty crazy. So, who knows? Maybe we could see another fluke game. Actually, you know, it's not crazy at all because the Giants have really great quarterbacks. They really do. They do. You know, the Daniel Jones does a great job handing the ball off to Saquon and letting him just put the backpack on and carry the whole team. i got to say, man, the New York teams, they know how to draft a quarterback. They sure do. I mean, Daniel Daniel Jones over there, then you got Zach Wilson. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I bet the Chiefs are crying right they now. They are. They are. They're like, man, we picked up Mahomes. We could have got Danny Dines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate to say it, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah. Never um, thought I'd say that, Ravens and Giants. But Adam, Adam Thielen, though. Um, yeah. Um, the Vikings. I mean, he had a great game, I believe, last week. I mean, here's the thing. He is – I feel like this is going to happen when Justin Jefferson gets a is, monster game. He is know? the number one target. Yes, I know we got Earth Smith over there, but – I mean, Adam Thielen is still the number is still the number two target for uh, good old Mister Oatmeal himself, Kirk well, Cousins. Well, the thing is, you know, Adam Thielen still gets his targets. He just didn't make do this week. Yeah, you know, he got seven targets. That's a lot for a second string wide receiver. You know, and I guess to be fair, coming off the week prior, he hey, got I haven't nine. heard that for a while. Yeah, we haven't heard that. <laughs> but he got nine targets last week, week prior. That's still really good, that though. Is, that's that is. That's really re- good. That is really good. It's just he didn't really get the yardage you would have needed with those seven targets. Yeah. So. Um, 
But a uh, good old Corey Davis, um, from the Jets. Good. Yeah. Good. I, <laughs> I mean, we think. I feel like that's why he's on this section. Zach Wilson, though. Yeah, we we talked about it. We, you have to chalk it up to Zach Wilson. And, uh, and Zach I, Wilson all the time. And if you like, if you're debating or not, what player to have on the Jets? The only player you can really have is Brees Hall. Brees Hall. But get this. Okay. Zach Wilson against Pittsburgh, 18 points. Zach Wilson last week against Miami, 15 points. That's still a solid outing. Yeah, that really I is. I hate to say it, that's still a solid outing. So, um, so it's moving to such a week. So my QB was. Uh, yeah, mine too. <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> what? Someone made a roster move. Yep. Hold on. It's uh Matt Stafford. You're not missing nothing. Oh come on! That's my start of the week. Oh man! Oh. I need a quarterback this week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's it. That's it. Gonna be. That's gonna be it for the um sync segment or the sync list. Did I miss anybody that you want to talk about before we move on? I can't really think about anyone. Oh, okay. Nobody like with a big name you you yeah. thought was gonna do that. So that's gonna be our sync or a swim segment. Uh, of course, the players that you know. Oh. Go ahead. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle from the Dolphins. What did he do? Did he sink or swim? I uh, completely sink, just like he did last week. Yeah. Five points. Uh, you, to be fair, though, you have to chalk it up to the quarterback. Because it was. Jalen yeah. Waddle. Even look at Tyreek. Yeah, Jalen Waddle and uh, Tua have, have been college teammates in the past, and they have a great connection on the field. Yep. And, you know, without Tua, Jalen Waddle kind of – and it shows he struggled, you know. Or Tyreek Hill has struggled – but he's still getting those targets because when those quarterbacks go in, they're like, oh, that's Tyreek Hill. You know what I mean? Everyone knows Tyreek. Everyone knows Tyreek. Just chalk it up to Tyreek. So. I mean, the thing is, too, I think we've talked about it before. When he, when him and Tyreek, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek, did both drop a 40 bomb, you know? Yeah. Which is insane. His targets are actually relatively similar to when Tua was there. Yeah. You know, a nice little 5, 4, and 6. And it was those deep bombs, too. Like, yeah. he would catch, like, a 36 to, like, a 56-yarder. Mm-hmm. And you look at his yardage, you know. Ever since Tua left, it's been, like, nothing above 40. Yeah. In terms of yardage. And, of course, I'm not and bringing it, up it, the 40-point game where he has 19 weird. targets. Yeah, it is weird, too, because having Tyreek Hill, you would think the defense would focus a lot on mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, which would open up more windows for Jalen Waddle. Yeah. But recently, it just hasn't been happening. I guess it's kind of hard to watch Tyreek when he's already down the field. As yeah. Soon as he off the snap. So. Um, okay, I, I think that's everybody. All right, so that was our Sink or Swim segment for week five. Again, we, we're going to do this again for week six right after that. Uh, but right now, we're going to go ahead and go into our Stars of the Week for going into week six. Um, so let's just talk about our Stars of the Week from last week. I know we kind of already you know mentioned it in the beginning of the show. Um, unfortunately, like I said, Jaggers tied in, right. and my wide receiver did not play Again, they were out at the last moment. But right now, my hi- I just want to highlight Raheem Mozart. I told y'all I'm gonna go ahead and give myself an applause for that one. That was great. That's my only. That's my only. You know, accomplishment in the size of week since the beginning of the year. Uh, the way it's gonna write it, just like uh, all the Bears fan run. The, yeah, uh, and I'm telling times. you, man. I mean, David Njoku was great. He really was. Yeah. He got you 16 points. I feel like David Njoku though is going towards the. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I was just happy to hit on Raheem Moses. That was great. We was finally happy to have a good week. <laughs> yeah. I think I had an okay week on week one. Yeah. Uh, week two was just – or was it week three that we did really bad I think on? it was week three. Week three was just horrible, man. Um, 
Hopefully it's not horrible going to week six, but it is a little bit difficult because at the moment, like we said earlier, so the Raiders, uh, Texans, and Lions are all on the bye this week. So check your teams yeah. if you haven't already. Um, you definitely need to go ahead and go find streamers, especially if you have anybody on those teams. Um, give me a second. Plus. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, so real quick before we get into our starts of the week. Uh, so I am undefeated right now. I'm not trying to brag. Maybe I am. In our league of record right now. Uh huh. And um, it's week six, and it's my first time I finally get with two co hosts are going against each other in a matchup. Finally. They play each other once. This whole. Unless it comes to playoffs. Yeah, in the regular season. And unfortunately, my quarterbacks are Jared Goff and Derek Carr. And right now, you know, I'm not in the position to drop anybody on my team. And I'm not in the position where I have anybody on my spot to free up, you know, and add somebody. So right now, I am riding with no QB at the moment. Yep. And I'm just going to ride it out, man. I'm just, I have to. And look, if I do somehow beat Jagger with not a full roster team, then I'm definitely going to get questioned on, okay, all right, the commissioner is undefeated right. after winning, you know. And we got to, we have to do something, you know. We have to figure out what's going on with this guy. Exactly. So, um. So, yeah. starts the week. <laughs> starts of the week. Do you want to start off or do you want me to start sure, off? Sure, I'll start off. Go for it. All right. So we we talked about, I guess, his counterpart on the field earlier on. Uh, we're going to start a quarterback. Um, snake draft? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to lay it all out on the table, rip it off like a Band-Aid. I'm, wow. hitting, I'm hitting you with Jimmy G this week. What? Yep, yep. Porn star Jimmy G, yeah, really? No. You think he's finally going to target George Kittle? Look, he had 18 points last week. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I that could w- give no care in the world if George Kittle has a great week. You know? Uh, really? I search Jimmy G. Who are they going against in week six? Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. I didn't even have to say anything about that. <laughs> he has the highest projected points of so far this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks Pretty good. I will say that. You know, I mean, I feel like we've gone over the team multiple times. Brandon Ayuk, Debo, George of the jungle. <laughs> George of the jungle. Um, he is in the jungle currently. We're waiting to find him. So please let us know if you found George Kittle. Like, I know we talked about the, when we talked about um, the Falcons. We don't have to say too much about him. But the, the defense for the 49ers has been really great for the past couple of weeks. It yep. really has. So that means, obviously, the 49ers are going to get a lot more offense opportunity on the mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. That's when Jimmy G is going to go. I mean, Jimmy G is almost throwing 30 times a game. Yeah. And I he mean, had two touchdowns last week, a touchdown every single week since he started. Yeah. So, I mean, other than the game against Denver, because Denver's defense is looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's totaled, you know, double digit points 13 and above. I mean, I think he's going to be in a top 12 QB this week. I, I, I could so. see that happening. Mm. So, hopefully, he doesn't call out. Right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> uh, that'd be great, Logan Thomas. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we could see a pretty decent little performance out of Jimmy G. A little streaming. Yeah, uh, he's definitely a big streaming quarterback, especially if we don't have Jared Goff, Derek Carr. And he's only rostered 37%. I'm, like, pretty sure he's in your league. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is on the waiver board at the moment where you can pick him up. Um, but, Jack, can we not do a snake draft? Can, no. I, can, I, can I say my QB? Sure. All right. Well, it's, it's Jimmy G. It really is. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Well, actually, it's not Jimmy G. It, on my list, it says uh, porn star Jimmy uh, G. So, see, um, but yeah, Jimmy G is my is also my favorable matchup. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's the Falcons, man. Come on, and you need Falcons a streaming quarterback. Yes, Jimmy G is your guy. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, what do you want me to hit a running back, or you go to running back? No, go ahead and hit a running. Back. I was just running saying back, that because I, I had the same. Okay. Start of the week at QB for you. All our starts of the week are the same? <laughs> Watch <laughs> Imagine. it. Imagine. Um, so my running back, I feel like we saw, we didn't even really see a glimpse of him, I feel like. Uh, it was more of like a foreshadowing, I feel like. Um, mainly because the running is so bad <laughs> over there for anyone, I feel like. And right now he is ranked first, so he might actually get the first official start. Nick Chubb. No. Nick Chubb, we are no. I wouldn't throw Nick Chubb on the starts of the week. You say he's ranked first. Nick Chubb is ranked first at the moment. I was. You didn't let me finish. Ranked uh, first on the depth chart. Oh, sorry to tease you there. I'm going with Brian Robinson. Wow, I feel like we could finally see something. You know, him coming back after his unfortunate event. You know, it's looking yeah. like something out of a movie. You know, one of those Disney sports movie. Yeah, well, I don't know if Disney would show that, but. I like it. I really do because we saw how much um, Antonio Gibson last week wasn't really utilized as we wanted him to mm-hmm. be, you know. And you got to chalk that up because, you know, he did come back, you know. The, uh, good old Brian Robinson did come Brian back. Brian Robinson also did outpace Antonio Gibson in terms of rushing. Oh, yeah. He got way more carries. He got six more carries than Antonio Gibson. So, and they're going up against the Chicago defense, which is uh, questionable. Yeah, I will yeah. say that. And this is a tomorrow game. I mean, for I mean, in record Thursday night football mm-hmm. game. So I mean, obviously, if you were like trying to think of starting him, you would have to start him tomorrow. Unfortunately, take so up the roster. Hopefully, spot. if you're listening in the morning, I caught you. And if you're listening at nighttime, uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro. I mean, you, it showed how many. You know, carries he got. I mean, he got nine, nine carries, carries in his first appearance. And Gibson only yeah. got three. It shows where the backfield is headed for yeah. sure. Uh, He's only rostered 66. He might be out there. He, he might not. Be, unless you were like me and held on to him for a yeah. while, then he's not. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I like it a lot because I definitely see Ryan Rodgers having a great ceiling this week. And, you know, the mm-hmm. quarterback, which, um, Carson Wentz, has been doing okay. Carson Wentz exploded last week. Yeah. Finally, first decent game in a while. Yeah, and and I think he's gonna do great with Curtis Samuel also, uh, but Brian Robinson I think is a great you know side of the week. I mean I know he might, he he is projected right now to get eight to, points. To get eight points, and look you you might be a little worried about that, but honestly I think he can give you double digits ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. Still a little decent out. Yeah, little flex option, but I like it. I like it a lot. So um, do you want me to go to mine? Or, yeah, let's hit yours. Yeah. Uh, so my QB, I'm joking. So my running back, uh, it's Brian Robinson. Is Brian Robinson? No, he's on my bench, unfortunately. Um, but I just had him up, but I switched to Brian Robinson to see what was going on. Um, so my running back is gonna be a backup running back. Um, who is questionable at the moment? He probably will start, but right now he may not have a chance to start going into Week Six against the Seahawks. Mm. Uh, it's going to be Eno Benjamin yeah. from the Arizona Cardinals. Look, he's only rostered 55%. Look, James Conner, we talked about him earlier. Um, we would rather have Najee Harris over James Conner. And James Conner, I think he's going to do great for the rest of the season, but you got to wait a little bit longer. 
And so maybe it's his week this week. Yeah, maybe who knows? But I think it's Benjamin's week this week with the Cardinals. They're going against the Seahawks. Seahawks aren't that great on defense, as we all know it. They're great on offense. They showed it. But you guess what? You know the Cardinals are great on offense. Just I know Kyle Murray likes to run a lot, but he. I mean, we show it showed how much utilage they gave James Conner before he got injured. And I think they still do that. And no. Benjamin. I mean, this guy got a total of 14 points last week in PPR against the Eagles with James Conner being out. And now he gets to be the... If, if James Conner is still out, he gets to be their starting running back for the, the Cardinals. And then, going, like I said, going against the Seahawks. But, I mean, he got a lot of carries last week in the game against the Eagles. Give me a second so I can finish this. Because um, I'm Mr. Prepared over here. Oh, of course. Uh, we both are, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he got a total of eight carries for 25 yards. He did have one rushing touchdown. And look, he was even also targeted four times. So you got, he got you extra three three points right there. Whereas, you know, before James Conner got hurt, he got nine carries. Um, but right now, Andrew Benjamin is, is in, you know, place to start for the Cardinals going against the Seahawks. And I think you can just go ahead and gamble with him, honestly. I would. I feel it's, like the only downside you have is if James Conner does start. Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you have Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, they're all out for you at the moment, obviously, because they're on the bye week. DeAndre Swift is injured. Look, um... I think he's a reliable... I'm not saying... Well, actually, no. He's a huge gamble. He really is. Benjamin is a really huge gamble for you to stream this week. But I'm able to take those chances. I, I, I'm i definitely going to take a big chance right here for, for Benjamin. I mean, he showed a, a great potential last week. Again, giving 14 points and full PPR with that one touchdown. Um, But that is if, you know, James Conner doesn't play. But I think if James Conner does play, I still think Benjamin is going to get a lot of usage in the backfield. Because, like I said... He is questionable at the moment, James Conner. So if he does play, they're going to limit him a lot during the game so they don't fully injure him. True. Uh, but, yeah, so Benjamin, you know Benjamin's going to be my side of the week for uh, the running back. All right. You want to hit your wide receiver? Oh, yeah, we're doing a snake, huh? Yep, yep. Uh, so my wide receiver right now is going to be on a team that um, has a great, great running back. Oh. He's amazing at running back, uh, but it's going to, you know, good old Lamar Jackson. Mm. Uh, but it's going to be DuVernay from the Baltimore Ravens. This guy was great last week. I mean, he didn't give you like a good old, <laughs> I don't know, 34-point game. But he got you a 12-point game. I mean, Rashad Bateman right now has been injured, and he's been out for a while. He's still day-to-day. Uh, I know Lamar Jackson likes to, you know, go ahead and run those balls. Uh, but, like, look, he does still need to throw it. And, look, I know his main target is Mark Andrews. You can't stop him from not getting any no, of those Mark targets. still getting it. He's still getting all those targets. But DuVernay, look, he was he was targeted seven times last week mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson. And, and he had a total – he even had three carries for 24 yards. Not bad. And right now, he's their main wide receiver. Like I said, Rashad Bateman is out at the moment. They lost Hollywood Brown during the offseason. Yes, I know Mark Andrew is the number one, but look, you know, DuVernay is the number two wide receiver. And, like, number two wide receiver has been doing great this year. You know, recently, I mean, you can chalk it up to Mike Williams. You know, you can chalk it up to uh, Devontae Smith, chalk it up to uh, Jacoby Myers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, but, Duvernay, I think he's going to be a great shootable uh, right receiver at the moment. I think he can give you another 12-point game, honestly. I mean, yeah. ne- the Ravens right now are going against next week, going to week six. Giants. The Giants. The Giants are not great at all on defense. But who knows? So who knows? They may have a good scoring offense, mm-hmm. but on defense, not that great. I mean, the offense, the only person on there is, you know, Barkley. That's yep. it. 
But he, I mean, yeah, I mean. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean? <laughs> Daniel Jones sometimes throws the ball to Barkley. Yeah. I mean, so far he he has caught 17 passes and for 226 yards in the past uh, three touchdowns in the past five games. So he's definitely a flex option for you, and especially if you have those any of those wide receivers who are on a bye week right now, he's definitely a streaming uh, playable wide receiver for you. Hmm. Uh, like he's only rostered 60 percent, but only 24 percent of people are starting him. So if you're debating or not to start him, I say he's a good flex option for you. Yep. So um. Anyway, so so Devin Duvernay is my uh, wide receiver side of the week going into week six. Nice. Go ahead, Jagger. All right. Hit yours. I'm ripping yours off from last week. Mm. Oh, Isaiah yeah. McKenzie with Buffalo. <sighs> Look, can I show you something? Huh. What's that? So this is right here, wide receiver of the week, Isaiah McKenzie. Then I crossed it out for Devin Duvernay. Ah, so you should have gone with it. I was going to put him as my flex option, but I was yeah, just like. like he was worthy of a flex? Hey, no, he really is. He is. Yeah. But I mean, look, going up against Kansas City, point in case, look what the Raiders did to him. Yeah. The, we the, obviously know that defense ain't a this, top tier. Yeah, they're not that great. And uh, listen, this is the Bills who completely bent over and destroyed Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, yeah. I, Need I, I say more? Like, I like it a lot. I really do. I mean, I said a lot about him last week, and, I'm, and I, if he was playing against the Steelers, he would have got some touchdowns. And when you're going against the Bills, we've we've known mm-hmm. for the past two years the Bills and Chiefs rivalry. Like we've yeah. seen it happen. It's, it's always really been a, offensive. It's a great game, high sp- high scoring point yeah. game. It's always going to be like that. And I I believe it. I think McKenzie. And I feel like get the only targets. thing you really have to worry about is yeah, Diggs and Gabe Davis are going to get the targets. You know. Yeah. Of course. But look, I mean, McKenzie's been getting three, six. You know. Heck, he got nine against Miami, you know? And that was his best week. But the targets are there. Yeah. Still. Which is surprising. For a third-string quarterback or wide receiver, you're not expecting three, six targets. Especially that much. Yeah. So, and he's only rostered 45% in most leagues. So, I'm sure he could probably be out there for you. (sighs) I swear, man. If he pops off this week. Wait. It's Bill's. I know, and I know your history with the Bills, man. I was really hoping he would have done that last week. Yeah. And he was out. But and then he didn't play. And I was going to do it again this week for him, and I was just like, no, I think I should move on. And now you took him, and he does agree. I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be drowning. It's like my uh, Rashad Stevens. I'm going to be drowning in success. Um, okay, I like it, though. I like. I mean, I talked about him a lot last episode. He's going against the Chiefs. Yep, yep. Great scoring game. So, yeah. All right. So, tight end. Man, I feel like I'm a drug addict at this point when it comes to tight end. Um, mainly because I picked him up on waivers. Will Disley. No, I dropped Will Disley for this guy, who is actually uh, projected to make less points. <laughs> but. Is it dart throw? Yeah, I guess, kind of. Okay. But he does have some history of being consistent, which is weird. Logan Thomas. Uh, no. Oh, okay. uh, sorry, he's never coming up again. After canceling on me last week, leaving me out in the cold okay. rain. Yeah, you're right. It's too much. <laughs> so I'm going with Evan Ingram. Oh, this guy. Yeah, with Jacksonville. And yes, I know what you're saying. Uh, Mr. Inconsistency. I mean, the quarterback is great. The quarterback is phenomenal. Christian Kirk is phenomenal. You know, he didn't do the great that last week. Yes. But still. 
Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, and yes, I am pointing out. Okay, sure, you can make the case Evan Ingram did have a great week last week. Why? Because he had 10 targets. <laughs> That's insane for any position. Yeah, that is. And he caught six of them. And the last week he did good, eight targets, caught seven of them. And guess what? He did good against the Colts. And guess who he's playing this week? The Colts. <laughs> so I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going to say, sure, yeah. we could probably see a repeat performance. I'm not expecting 13 or 12 points. I'm expecting maybe 9 or 10. So, that's all I got. Thank you. Round of applause. Yeah, I'll give you a... Are you happy? That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. So, my tight end starter week is going to be um, good old Hayden Hurst. The reason why I chose Hayden Hurst is because I want to go ahead and ride a high train for one more week. He's going against... Hayden Hurst is on the Bengals, by the way. <laughs> yep. He's going against the yeah. Which he's going against the Saints at the moment. Saints are not that great on defense. And look, I know. I mean, he's been limited with a groin injury, but he is going to suit up against the Saints. Um, but he was, you know, he caught six out of seven targets last week for fifty-three yards, and he got a touchdown last week. Yep. That was a little streak going on. Yeah, and he's that was against the Ravens. So the Ravens right now are probably. Uh, it's a decent team, especially on de- on defense. But right now, he's only against the, the Saints, who are lower than the uh, the Ravens at the moment. And look, I know Joe Burrow has good targets. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon in the background, uh, backfield. I mean, uh, look, still getting them targets. Who still is getting targets? But look, I think Hayden Hurst is also going to get. I say a couple more targets. Like, I mean, he was targeted seven times last week. I think that can happen again. Mm-hmm. And I think he can give you – I mean, he, he even has a chance of you giving giving you a touchdown. Yeah. And if he doesn't and he still gives you those eight to nine targets, you still get like ten points from him. Yeah. And like I said, you still have a chance of getting a touchdown from him to make it an even higher point game. Point in case what happened last week, you know. Mm-hmm. He got seven targets and then caught a touchdown. Boom, there you go, 17 points. Like you were saying, you take that touchdown away, he's still giving you almost 12 points. Yeah, he is, definitely. He's getting a lot of those targets from Joe Burrow. And like, and he's only rostered 62% at the moment. He may be on your waiver board again. If you need a streaming tight end, a lot of people, a lot of – most people, well, I guess every week, a lot of people need a streaming tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey owner. Yeah, then you don't. Um, but I think you can go ahead and stream in this week, definitely, too, if you need a, a tight end that's on a buy right now. Um, like I said, though, if he doesn't give you those touchdowns, he's still going to give you those targets. As, I don't, and, and in full PPR, half PPR, he's going to give you at least 10 points, and that's great for a tight end. That's like a Zach Ertz level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Hayden Hurst is going to be my my ten start, tight end start of the week, and they are going against the Saints, so I think it's a high ceiling for him. Yeah. I'd even make the case for the following week, too. Atlanta? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So. He might make a repeat. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, he's not really, I mean, he did get a touchdown last week, but he's not really known for his touchdowns. He's mostly known for his targets, and that's all you need in full PPR. Yeah. Pouring case that hurts. So. Will Disley, even. Will Disley, yeah. Second string tight end who is outperforming Noah Fan. <laughs> just because he gets a touchdown. Yeah. So, I like it. Yep. So. So those were me and Jagger started a week going into week six. Um, I, like every week, we should be feeling great about this going into week six. Again, tomorrow, uh, the game is going to be uh, on Thursday night. It's going to be uh, the the sorry the Bears. You said it. Yeah, <laughs> no. Come on, Leah. I I'm just like having a brain fart for like this whole week, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but it's going to be the Commanders and the Bears. Um, I wouldn't. Ex- I mean, I'm not expecting a high point game. Do you think? No, no but I still think some of those players, Who mostly knows? on the Commanders, are going to give you a, a decent fantasy. John Dotson, you're still starting. Yeah. David Montgomery, probably the only time you can start him this week, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so there's in that game is the Commanders and the and the, the Bears going into Week Six. Um, good luck again if you are in the time of struggle at the moment. You need to make those decisions to trade away some of your good players to get a package deal to get your team I better. It. If you drafted, you know, unless I feel like you drafted Saquon or Chubb, yeah, any of them. But you know, if you maybe got someone, maybe just a tier below, might be looking at time to ship out. You know, because sure, while it's nice to have one pretty decent player, buddy, you're still one and four. Yeah, you're still zero and five. You, you know, you, you gotta start making those. Like I said, those are the times where you can't wait it out no more. No, you have to do something to, if you want to make it to the playoffs. If you want to make an appearance, you have to make mm-hmm. a move. Um, but if you don't, then don't. That's, right. that's cool. Yeah, I guess it's, it's your you decision, know. right? Mm-hmm. It's your team. You're the manager for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't said this in a while either, um, I feel like. So for Thursday night, make sure you take those players who are playing on Thursday night out of your flex position. That way, they'll play in the dedicated spot on your roster, giving you more room to <laughs> flex your team. <laughs> Be a bit more flexible. Yeah. So in case injury does strike your team, well, okay, sweet. I had my running back in my flex. He's injured. Now I can throw my wide receiver. But, yeah. oh, no, I put my Thursday night player in my flex, so now I'm stuck with it. Like Jagger said, it gives you more wiggle room. When it, yeah. in Because you never know what could happen in the next yeah, couple Yeah, you definitely days. don't. Um, but, all right, um, any final thoughts for me, man? Uh-uh. All righty, so thank you all for tuning in to episode 138 of the FS Podcast, also known as Fantasy Sports Podcast. Uh, again, if you guys, you know, if you're going to keep up with me and Jagger in the FS podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media accounts. Our Instagram account is sports.podcast and our Twitter account is F underscore S underscore podcast. Go ahead and get both of those a like and a follow. Also, if you're listening on, um, any platform at the moment for this podcast, there's always a plus or a follow button. Go ahead and click that so you guys get notification when we upload our next episode. And if you guys got any questions for me and Jagger, go ahead and, and DM us, tweet us. If you guys want to email us, our email is in the description of the podcast. Go ahead and ask us your question. Any questions, if you got any opinions for us, go ahead and do that. Um, I forgot to mention, if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, what you can do is also rate the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts only, you can also write a review for the show. So do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. And, again, good luck going into week six. Um, like Jack said, put you guys' uh, Thursday night players into your right positions besides your flex. And um, good luck going into week six. six. See you guys week seven. <laughs>